When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Woo! What the hell was that? Yeah. Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game presented what by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Yeah. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guys, Big Dave, bow! bow. B-A-W-L Sports in your face. <laughs> Will the go Gottlieb. He is Will underscore Gottlieb. Our pal producer, Joey Spath, is at the controls. And in case you missed pregame, our guest of honor tonight, our dear friend, Rob Schaefer in studio. Follow him on Twitter at Rob underscore Schaefer. Better know it, Peyton. Bulls win in Denver 117 to 96. Come on with it. Come on. 117 to 96. That's not what I wanted. Joey's calling for me to head out. He's calling for me to head out. That's not what I want. I want You know what I want. Bulls win. There it is. There it is. Um, Bulls win. Come on. One more because I want to hear it. Might not get to hear that. Bulls win. Thank you. Yes. Take it while you can get it. I'll take it while I can get it. Smoke if you got them. The Bulls win in Denver for the second time in two seasons. (laughs) The only NBA team to win in Denver twice in the last two years. Yay. They hold Jokic to his shape. This is correct. Just his second game this season. Shooting under 50% from the field. And first since October 28th. That is what... Who had all of that on their bingo card before tonight's game? None of this makes sense. My only theory that can explain this is that somebody within the Nuggets organization had a birthday last night. (laughs) That's all. That's all I got right now. Or they just thought they were playing the Bulls. That's what it was. They just friends at DNVR told their guys to take a little juice the stock prices here at CHG. Our our, our (laughs) friends at DNVR are taking a Cersei Lannister walk of shame right now. Yeah, they're not. Y'all just lost to this. Bum-ass Bulls team. They're not pleased. Shout out to Dev. But they, they're the, not pleased, man. And, and got their arena taken yeah. over for the second time. Bulls fans. Taken over by Bulls Which, fans. Shout out to Bulls fans. Travel well. Represent everywhere. Yeah. DNVR Nuggets people, shame your people. <laughs> Y'all just got clowned by Bulls fans Woo! and lost by 20 to this Bulls team on your home floor. Just the Go. Nuggets' fifth home loss of the season mm-hmm. guys what the hell did we just now. watch 30 and 5 now at uh-huh. home what one of them fouls are one of those five can right anyone there. explain what just happened uh-huh foolishness it was a bound <laughs> and i was very happy to see it the bulls played well i know when they shoot 42 percent from the field they had denver at that yeah denver did, um, yeah. yeah denver was just bricking i mean they were completely off their free throw shooting was terrible as well and they started off hot. They were, it was one of those games where, you know, the winning team is kind of cocky or the better team is kind of cocky. They came out shooting those threes, you know, making those little passes, you know, having some fun. But the Bulls just kept plugging. They kept chugging. They didn't stop. They kept going at it. Vooch, 25 and 15 on him. Oh, my goodness. After me reaming him out again, taking him to the shed, he came back in here and balled out against Jokic. Because early on, Rob, we were talking about it. Like, he was really – struggling against Jokic. Jokic yeah. was doing whatever he wanted to him. It, not so much on Drummond, but it feels like uh, Vooch got that together in that second half against him. And at the end of the night, he was the best Nikola on the court. Come on right? and say that, Rob Schaefer. Damn. Come on, baby. Oh, uh, you better know this stuff, man. I, it's, it, no, it, it was – well, for, you asked what we watched, Peck. We watched the best win of the season. <laughs> now, yes. I'm yes. saying that in a vacuum <laughs> because when you look at the surrounding context, it probably doesn't mean anything, but mm-hmm. – I, I thought very impressive. We were kind of joking throughout that it looked like Denver was just hoping to coast through this one, especially as they went up early. Yeah. And what I was expecting, and it felt like we were all expecting, was that third quarter to open up and Denver to break the game open. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was the exact opposite. The Bulls yeah. completely took it to them in that third quarter. I'm looking at the uh, box score for it right now. 24 in the third quarter. Four, five from three, seven points off three turnovers. Just. They were getting out on the break. Zach with, the, uh, with that crazy, what was that, like a... 
Tomahawk, I guess you would call it. Ooh, he yeah. brought it way back. That was, oh, my that, that was, was like the LeBron. That. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. absolutely right. Yep. The LeBron duck. Right. Like, uh, I, I saw the Bulls getting easy points tonight. And I remember I talk about that often. Of One of the reasons I miss Lonzo is because he gets you so many easy points. You got at least six to eight easy points when Lonzo was out there. I saw at least six easy points the Bulls got tonight. That dunk by Zach, uh, that throw out earlier to uh, DeMar DeRozan, like they Bulls got won easy fast break points. points tonight, nineteen to five. Boom, right there, right there, man. They got easy points against this Denver team, man, and that was big for them. Uh, the three point shooting, yeah, you know what it is <laughs> when it comes to that. But Zach Levine, man, he was truly on one from the beginning. Like this is the the Zach that signed the contract. You know, mm-hmm. that people wanted to see and talk about. He just was so fluid and so smooth and so strong and so aggressive in his movements from outside, from inside. And maybe because his family was there, but he was talking extra shit tonight. He was extra cash shit when he was doing things tonight, man. That step back three, he let him know about it. That dunk, he let him know about it, man. And it just felt good to see him in that kind of mode because I haven't seen him in that mode uh, a lot this season, guys. Like, it was, it was fun watching Zach actually do this kind of thing, man. It's and great He to was see. nine for nine at the rim, half of his field goal attempts. He also got to the line a few times. So, like, the attackery that you guys oh, talked about. Oh, the attackery I mean, of young that was Zachary. Like, this last stretch, he's had, like, multiple 40-point games. Yes. He has been super efficient. Like, this is truly the best Zach Levine mm. maybe we've ever seen. Oh, Talk that sexy talk. I mean, yeah. seriously, like, what, can 20, you point to a stretch where... 2020, 2021 was... Pretty, yeah. pretty ridiculous. Pretty yeah. ridiculous. He's, he's, yeah. he's that 50-point that, that, that game in Atlanta is the best scene I've ever seen. That's Ooh, true. That was, that was vicious. But he's definitely putting up vicious. all-star caliber yes. performance here in this stretch. Like, right. if this would have started the beginning of the year, because I think that did kind of affect the narrative. Like, he's missing a couple of games. He, you know, he didn't look right. We were just talking. Like, he's missing yeah. bunnies at the rim in that Celtics game, all this stuff. But, like, he is looking as good as I've seen him in a long time. And... If he were to put this stretch together at the beginning of the year, you definitely would be talking about an all-star. Absolutely right, man. It's good to see. And you clearly, like we say, he wasn't healthy at that start. Mm-hmm. And now, like, just seeing him here, like, all the things I complained about with him, just as far as the ball handling and, and not making the right read or making the right move, he's not thinking out there. You know, he's just reacting. He's just going. As soon as he gets that basketball, he's gone, either to the bucket or he's hitting you with that step back. It was just fun, man. It's just, it's just fun watching him be like this for the Chicago Bulls, man. And I hope it continues for him, seriously. And it's hard to blame somebody, right, if you're not feeling right physically. Right. To not have that level of decisiveness where you're finishing plays the way that we saw tonight or in this most recent stretch from Zach. But to me, Will, you hit on it. I didn't know that uh, restricted area finishing number. But to me, he's back to his offensive impact is not reliant on the jump shot. Right. Right. He's so – He's he's looks so much himself around the rim in terms of his explosion, not even just the dunks like that where he'll go off his left or right foot and he'll have that kind of overhand layup where it doesn't matter if the defender has size on him he right. just elevates over the top, um and bank shots and he he went to that a few times tonight crafty around the rim, and the biggest thing you could say is it's not a quiet twenty nine that he scores but it's so in the flow. Yeah, that you almost look down and you're surprised when he's gotten up to near 30 points just because of how seamless and in the flow of the offense, uh, all of his yeah. offensive opportunities. I mean, were. it's just efficiency. You mentioned that at the rim. I mean, nine of 13 inside the arc tonight for mm-hmm. Zach, um, and and it's it's crazy that you can continue to see that when Will you talked about how Billy said I don't know a month or so ago that he wants Zach taking over 10 threes a game. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen since that is actually an opposite trend. And Zach's yep. taking fewer threes and being more aggressive and attacking the basket. The Bulls, surprise, got worked behind the three-point line again tonight. Mm-hmm. Just a casual 21-point uh, difference in favor of Denver mm-hmm. behind the three-point line. Mm-hmm. But the Bulls still win this game by 21. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's illogical and it's not it sustainable like, for the bulls to go eight of 24 eight of 24 that's like right in the bulls wheelhouse on threes and a lot of that is zach taking fewer and, yeah. it, and it felt like they were red hot in the second half we got a timeout three dave yes we got a timeout three. yes we did we got a timeout and one and then i got a timeout three it was it was exciting i was very happy i'm sorry well, go ahead man it's just like a statistical anomaly i mean yeah 
the offensive rebounds went to the Nuggets, which has been a problem over these last few games of second chance points. Yes. Uh, obviously the threes. I mean, they shot 43s and 37% on them. <laughs> oh That's like, goodness. you don't, to, to lose that game, I think, is crazy. And then you look at the score and it was losing by 21. I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's 21. wild. Like there's, and it's it just like, sense. it's like, why, why can we not see this every night from this team? I think the most, the, the most shocking was the one Rob kept saying was the 96 points. <laughs> like the Denver to this score. offense, yeah, to, yeah, exactly. Like we raved about this offense. We know how good this offense is. Yeah, I want to shout somebody else out individually that I almost can't believe we haven't brought up yet. Okay, Patrick Williams off mm-hmm. the bench. That's where I was going next, Rob. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. 18 points, eight and nine shooting. Talk slow. <laughs> Game high plus 23. Oh, Woo. sexy. And I, I think there's a lot of different favorite things from this Patrick Williams performance that we could pick out. Right. My favorite thing was in the first half, we saw one or two of those drives. Who is it that he put his shoulder into? Reggie Jackson. Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Since this move to the second unit, this is anecdotal. I don't have data sure. to support this. Sure. It feels like we're seeing more assertiveness from him, especially in the drive game, and him using his physical advantages yeah. a little bit more frequently than maybe. And that maybe that's been trending positively, I think, even if it's not as fast as people want throughout the season. Yeah. But it's really popped a little bit more lately. Certainly did tonight. Uh, made that open three he got <clears throat> in the second half run. Had a few nice cuts for dunks. I-, I just thought he was tremendously impactful in this game. He was even flying around a little bit defensively. Had that yeah. tip in on the offensive Tip glass. in, man, yes. It's, it's only four rebounds for the game. Mm-hmm. But how often, you know, with the way that this team struggles to generate offense, mm-hmm. do we find ourselves begging, like, just go get on the glass. You can... Jump higher, you're taller, you're longer than everybody, you're more athletic than everybody else. Yeah. I just felt like he was present in a lot of different aspects of the game tonight, whereas the knock on Pat is a lot of times he's invisible out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, we got to shout him out. And I think beyond uh, Zach and Vooch, he, he was the guy that I found myself nodding my head at the most in terms of their individual play. Uh, you know, Not Dave, you and I on our show yesterday were talking uh, at length about this season from Pat that's yeah. almost over. Yeah. Where he is. Thankfully, stayed healthy, mm-hmm. been in there, mostly as a starter, mm-hmm. recently has taken this role as a, as a bench guy. And whether or how, how to view it, is it a success, is it a failure, how do we put Pat in the best position possible, assuming mm-hmm. he sticks around uh, next season and beyond, to, to really blossom, because we have not really seen him blossom. But we have seen some games like this, as Robert said off the bench recently, where at least what he's showing you, in addition to being willing to take and knock down threes, using his physicality more mm-hmm. around the rim. Mm-hmm. Definitely physical tonight, man. Um, Rob, Rob hit it on the head as far as his activity uh, is concerned. Like, he didn't disappear at all. Like, you noticed him. Like, every single uh, – uh, every on either the offensive or defensive side of the ball, you noticed him out there every single time. And I remember somebody was saying we didn't speak a lot on his defense when we talked about it. That's because we were like, well, we like his defense. Right. We, we enjoy his defense very, very much. And this is why we talked about it on the offensive end more because we know there's something there. And this is the stuff I'm talking about. Even when, when I brought up talking about the one-handed shot, and I don't know why he quit doing that, it was like his second shot of the game was that one-handed that shot. push shot. And guess mm-hmm. what? It went in. Yeah, that's well, what it does. And that's a good point because the first shot is actually his first touch of the game mm-hmm. was a dunk. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes a long way for him. We've all kind of addressed it here, but, like, Billy Donovan talks about all the time too, like him – putting his imprint on a game, him mm-hmm. having some sort of inserting his physicality into the game. That's exactly what we saw yeah. all night. And I think it is a lot easier for him to do that with those second units where he's just maneuvering around one of the big three or, yeah. or even two of them. But all three, I think it's really hard to do that. But in terms of like his season on the whole, I think he has become a really good 3 and D wing who can okay. be your best, not your best defender, but who can guard oftentimes the best, best player. wing yeah. player and who's shooting 40% and who has really good steal and block rates. Like, that is the outline of a really strong contributor. Totally and now right. it's about starting to level up with that. And he's talked a lot about getting to the free throw line. You saw him put his shoulder yes. in and get yeah. there. Um, that was huge. Creating offense for himself in the form of jump yeah. shots, just getting to the rim. Like, he's starting to do all that stuff. I think that's, like, the foundation, and now he's starting to build on it. That, that was huge for me, man, him getting that and one and getting that call, because you usually see it going the other way against him. Remember early in the season, he was always getting those offensive foul calls, setting those picks. Yeah. That was a constant thing I mean, for him. 
It was just automatic. Yeah, it, that's what it was. And to now see him get it on the offensive end because he's being aggressive. And it wasn't just flailing around aggressive. It was controlled. He knew what he was doing. He was sure of himself when he was doing it out there. That pull-up he, where he split the defense and got to his spot and raised up because when he shoots, being that tall and still jumping that high, yeah, you're not, nobody's going to really block that shot. You know what I mean? You got it all. So seeing him do those things, and the man went eight of nine, and that shot was a three that he missed. He was one or two from the three-point line and hit his only free throw. It's, it's probably the best game I've seen him play offensively this mm-hmm. season just because or he did everything. certainly in a long everything. while. Or, yeah, you yeah. can say that as well. I think he, ha- he had one or two 20-point games earlier this yeah, season. Yeah, but, but, but like, it was just the way this looked. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, he looked sure. I, it wasn't like, hey, good job, Pat. It was like, oh, shit, Pat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, He's bringing yeah, yeah. it tonight. Yeah. yeah he's the, best, the best thing you can do with Patrick Williams, man. He's not an all-star. Yeah. He's not going to be an all-star this year. He's not going to score 20 a game next right. year. Throw it out. Throw out that he's the number four pick. Yeah. And just, this is what we did with Lowry. This mm-hmm. is what we did with Wendell. Like, w- enjoy the, the ride and the gradual progression mm-hmm. when a guy's 21 years old. I know it's, this is what's so screwed up about the Bulls situation is we kind of can't afford to do that because the team is designed to win and contend now and they're mm-hmm. not. Who's underperforming? Uh, I guess you could say him. So that scrutiny gets put on him, perhaps unfairly. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm, I'm good with the season he's had. I've seen enough steps forward and enough progression that I feel pretty good about his floor, like you said, Will, as a prototypical 3 and D wing who is on his way to being a very useful Swiss Army knife type of player How many on teams both sides of the ball. want that player? I yeah, mean, literally, tough. if you hear any like NBA podcast or any talk show, it's always like, well, if they just had that one big 3 and D wing, it right. would be like your... Apex I mean, predator defender, and that's <laughs> like that is Patrick. Clearly, the too. mold that they saw when they saw a young Patrick Williams right. in that one season he played at Florida State, right. and they were like, "That is the NBA guy that we want." Right. It's just a matter of coaxing it out development. Of and he's and only twenty one. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, speaking of coaxing, it's time to coax some likes out of you guys <laughs> and convince you to buy these what wonderful products. Such a pro that helps sponsor our show. Yes. Yeah. Such um, a pro. If you don't want to give me or Dave or Will a thumbs up tonight, give one to our friend Rob Schaefer. Is, yes. that, the, is that the only reason I'm here? Get you guys, get you thumb, get you guys some up. thumbs up? 30 no, people in the comments 30%. are loving that you're here, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stanislavico in the comments said, Schaefer was gone. The Bulls sucked. Schaefer comes back. Bulls win title? Question mark. <laughs> what do we say? What's, what's my plus minus, guys? Plus, plus 21. Plus 21. <laughs> 21. Schaefer's got a plus 21 on CHO <laughs> Bulls appearances. Our friend C-Red UK Neal said, Rob back. Bulls back. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> That's how it happens, also, man. This is a very important question, though. This was also posed by Stanislavico in the comments. You said, wait, but now who has the most quaffed hair on set? Yeah, thank you. Dude, get out my brain. I for real was thinking that while Rob was sitting there talking. I'm Rob, like, are they having I a quaff a, well, a well-quaffed head of hair. They are having a quaff off. Does it rival <laughs> Will the Gogali? Go- 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 the quaff off is Joey, real. Joey, what's, what's that uh, uh, strategy you use or uh, system that you use in the comments? Like one and two? Who has, who has the better quaffed hair Goat for one, two for, for Rob. Yes. Why are you pitting us against one another? We're not with this. No, I'm good with it. Vote, vote. No, we vote. Gotta, vote. We got to <laughs> hear what the people have to say. He's, oh, Rob, well. And it'll give them something already. to do while we read these ads. Yes, man. We got to read Thumbs up for Rob. Ads. Thumbs up for Will. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Participation trophy generation. Come on, man. Big oh, James, right. Come on, Rob. We're trying to get some likes. Our post-game sponsors tonight. Come on, man. Rob Schaefer talking that stuff. I love it. And that makes me want to do this right here. You hear that? Oh, that right there, y'all. That's that Goose Island. Y'all know I talk a lot about this Blackhawks one. It is special. That Blackhawks Pale L. Limited release. Go get you one of those, man. But they also have all the awesome ones. You got the Classic 312. You got the Limited Edition Bulls Tall Can. And, Matt. Do anything later? I got no plans. No plans! Right there in your face. You can get some of that as well. Also, that Bourbon County Stout, that Christmas IPA, that Beer Hug IPA Series, that Green Line, and of course, for all my cool fancy people out there, the Matilda. They got all that covered, man. So, Goose Island has two local locations, and they are open and ready to welcome who? You. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton or get a smash burger and a fresh beer of the week 
at the original Clybourne Brew House at 1800 North Clybourne for reservations and pickup. Go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company, the true taste of Chicago. Mm. I made that up, bro. <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> no plans is so popular it is. because I've gone to the West Loop Market here in our neighborhood at the office. Shout out West Loop Market. Mm-hmm. And I've gone to uh, a couple of different stores in my neighborhood since they released no plans. Flying off the shelves. Flying. I told you the I last need time. them to restock the no plans. Dude. You hear that, goose friends of ours? I told you the one I, I go to that was near my house used to not keep it in the cooler. Yeah. Just out there on the shelf. And then when I went there last time, I was like, where'd it go? I mean, honestly, it's and so I went delicious. Over there, I'd, I'd drink right it cooler. at room temp. I yeah, really would. I really would. It's delicious. It's amazing, man. Get you some no plans. You know what else I enjoy drinking at room temperature? What that is? Sir. All the cash I win at DraftKings Sportsbook. Ching, ching. I mean, I did. You like that, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> you like that, Rob? You like that one? I had a thought. I had a thought, but I'll tell you guys off. What well, my, well, my thought was right there. I will admit, King. as a fully on board the Tank Bulls fan now, I put a money line bet down on the Nuggets halfway through that fourth quarter. He did. Because why not? How many 20-point leads have we seen the Bulls cough up this season? At least three. That, w- that would have been the cake of all cakes <laughs> of Bulls coughed up 20-point leads. Didn't work out. It's okay. I'm going to double down and make some fresh bets on NBA action tomorrow. It's not going to stop And me. I'm doing it at DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code CHGO at sign up. Yeah, going to make a same-game parlay, and it's a no-sweat variety of same-game parlay, meaning if it doesn't hit, I'm going to get a bonus bet back yeah. so I can do it again. Two times. Plus that amazing incredible offer for new users who sign up with promo code CHGO five dollars down on any NBA action and you get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly an offer so good why say no trick question don't say no say yes <laughs> at DraftKings Sportsbook shout out to our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game Zachary be? of the attackery oh. 29 efficient points on 12 of 18 tonight also dished out four assists, had a couple of steals, chipping in on the defensive end. Did it all. And my favorite, Zach Stat. What's that? Solamente un turnover. Mm. One. Adios mio. One turnover. <laughs> Way to take care of the ball tonight, Zach. He is our DraftKings king of the game. Shout out to Zach. Yes. Shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, it's good stuff, man. I love it very much. Uh, Another player I wanted to discuss because I saw somebody in the comments say they've been waiting they're waiting for me to talk about it because I did want to speak about him. Mm-hmm. Kobe White. Okay. Once again, because you know, all year long, I've been talking about the defense. I was over there screaming it in Rob's ear, and I apologize that for <laughs> Rob, but I was very excited to watch him play defense one on one and just how much it improved. And he was doing it actually against guys like Jamal Murray. You know what I mean? Like he was holding his own against those kind of guys. And again, on a night where his shooting was not on point. I believe one of six from the three-point line, three of ten overall, seven points, four rebounds, four assists. But I like the fact that he would not stop chucking those threes. He just kept shooting and kept shooting until one just finally went down when the game was over. But one finally went down for him. And he's been cold for a while now, and he's not letting it affect him. But his defense has been hot. He had that one possession. I think this might be the one you're talking about where he was guarding Jamal Murray. (laughs) Sorry, Rob. We broke Rob. We broke Rob. You got to break, you gotta break you somebody once yeah, for man, episode. Got, yeah, this is true. Go, go, go ahead. What's it like after a loss? That's what I want to know. <laughs> kind of the same. It's, it's the same shit. Pats everywhere. Just yeah. like, yeah. Pats, right. That thing is just, yeah. hey, there's one for you. That's a happy hat. Yeah, it is. That's a happy no, hat. No, I'm mad they won tonight. Oh, yeah, you well, are. That's true. He was, that's no, true. actually, a little behind the curtain. Peck and Golly were like livid as the Bulls were pulling away <laughs> in this game. They were actively very upset. And da- Dave was loving it. Dave yeah, was I was like, no, nah, give me the win. In <laughs> Dave likes joy. I like winning. Sue me. <laughs> I like winning, man. It's not a bad thing, guys. It's not a bad thing. Winning is good. But, yeah, I, I just – I like Kobe, man, like and his impact he was making uh, out there on the floor, even though those shots weren't hitting. You know, I say to you a lot, Will, like, just take the shot if it's open. I don't care if it goes in sometimes, sometimes. But just take it because it helps the rhythm and the flow of the actual offense that's going on. He was definitely doing that. He got it together after that bad turnover that he had. He got mm-hmm. his thing back together going again. But I just like the fact that even now that he's struggling, he still makes an impact on his team, and that's important to me. I mean, he had one quarter of the Bulls' total three-point <laughs> attempts tonight. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which is crazy. But, I mean, we talked about it dating back from training camp and even this summer. Like, yes, he can score, 
obviously the shot isn't really falling as much as you'd like right now. Right. But like he needs to find other ways to keep himself on the court because the Bulls do need that shooting. They need somebody to get shots up. And yeah, the defense has, has been awesome. He had one play where he cut off a couple of Jamal Murray uh, drives and kind of forced him into a really tough turnaround jumper that yeah. he ended up making. But it's like those are the plays where if you can bring him off the bench to be your third guard and he can be passable defensively and a scoring threat, like that is a really good player. Yeah. That the Bulls like they need somebody to shoot up threes. That's six of them. Six, six of twenty four right there. They they also need someone to get them running and push yes. pace, which he yes. does pretty effectively as well. We were talking about this off air. I keep saying that. Um had nice. a lot of good, good a lot of good dialogue Got a, tonight. A lot of good conversation yes. off air. This is um, true. This is true. Kobe's an eye test guy now. Yeah. Like you just mm-hmm. read the stats, Dave. If you if you take out the plus minus, because he was a plus twenty two. Sure. You just looked at the raw counting stats from this game, seven points, three at ten, one of six from three, mm-hmm. four rebounds, four assists. You wouldn't think he was a guy that had a tremendous impact on the game. Mm-hmm. And yet he was out there when the Bulls made their biggest runs. True. And he was contributing in all those little kind of gap filling ways that you mentioned. I feel like it's been that type of season for Kobe. I don't have his numbers in front of me, mm-hmm. but obviously just with his role being as limited as it is, he's got to be averaging career lows basically across the board still to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're watching him on a nightly basis, you see improvement in all the ways that fans were begging for for the last three years, ball yeah. handling, uh, on and off the ball defense, uh, ball security, yes. playmaking. Uh, like we were saying, like, First three years of his career, maybe two and a half. There were some some signs of this last year, although the playoffs uh, were ugly. That Buck series. Mm-hmm. If his shot wasn't falling, he wasn't can't can't play ball. He can't be on the court. He wasn't yeah. making an impact. Mm-hmm. It's completely flipped on its head right. in a one year span. Right. Uh, so, in that way, tonight is actually a pretty fun and good microcosm of Kobe's season. Yeah. Because if you were just going to box score watch it, you wouldn't think anything of it. But if yeah. you watch the game you saw the little ways that he was able to affect a lot of the runs that the Bulls made that ended up being decisive. And, and you know, I talked about this, Rod. Like, one thing I like so much about him this season is he doesn't he, – he forgets the play immediately. After it's over, he forgets yeah. it. He's on to the next one. You know what I mean? Whether it goes in, whether it doesn't, whatever happens. A great example was the turnover that he made. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. made the bad turnover, you know, gave back down. Selective amnesia. You need forgot it. about it, and then when they had a play where they got the ball and and they running on the break, you see him recognize. Oh man, I don't have numbers. Let me bring it out. Let me run the right play and get it to my right guy to get open and, and get a score. Like that's the stuff he wasn't doing. He was king of going one mm-hmm. on four. <laughs> like he was love going. Well, he one had on one four. speed. Yes, that was it. Yeah. Like he, and, and it was head was down, and that was it. He was and gone. he didn't read the game. And like mm-hmm. I think. Right now, he's at a point where he understands change of pace and he understands where guys are on the court. Like mm-hmm. he, I think that's like a huge. I mean, that's a huge thing. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Connor in the comments, uh, one of our regulars, chipping into that combo, saying Kobe plays with the level of suddenness that this Bulls team like desperately word. needs. His numbers may not always reflect it, but he often uh, times helps dictate the pace and flow of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well said. Good take. Connor. Connor's takes always got good takes hanging out in the comments. Yeah. Um, you know who has a bad take is Henry Man- uh, Monahan <laughs> in the comments, who Boy, said, man. Bulls ain't getting Scooter or Wembenyama. Let's win some games. It's not a bad take. Clearly, you weren't paying attention the other day when we told you that the Bulls have higher odds of winning the draft lottery outright, not just mm-hmm. getting a top four pick, winning the lottery outright than making the playoffs as of like a day ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure. And hey, hey, it, that it, done, it, it doesn't have to be Scooter Wemby. But we we'd settle for we'd that. settle we'd settle for a Thompson brother Dude. or a, <laughs> and Brandon and Anthony Black. We'd say we we you know we could be flexible here. Yeah, anyway, that. if it involves keeping that top four pick, I'm for it. Yeah. Um. You know, and like we were talking about Kobe, even like right when you got here, Rob, before pregame tonight. And it's funny because how much have we been talking recently about this conundrum that the Bulls now have facing them mm-hmm. this offseason of do you keep Io or do you keep Kobe? Because you probably can't keep both. Right. And one of the first things that Rob said when he sat down is like, man, Pat, you know, or I mean, uh, you know, I or Kobe, what are they going to do? It's like, it's, I, I test right now says Kobe. Yeah. Like, it really does. He's playing well, man. He's playing well. And I thought, actually, I, I thought Io did play well tonight, though. Mm-hmm. I want to give him some love, too. I thought he played well tonight. He was more controlled uh, tonight. And you saw him, like, he, he is getting good, Will. And, and I'm trying to say this correctly, but he is getting good at scoring in bad spaces. Like, there are times on the floor where it's not within the rhythm of the offense. 
Well, that's not be the play being run, but he still scores within it. I saw it tonight when he goes to the rim, blocked off by Jokic. He's bringing kind of it out, out and right to reset range. it yeah. and everything, and and he takes a jumper. That's not the shot, you know, to take. But he's scoring within that man. I thought that was really big, honestly. Um, well, and that was a big bucket. That. I mean, they struggle outside of Zach and Demar to like generate offense out of nothing. Yeah, and. Io obviously feels really comfortable, more comfortable, I should say, mm-hmm. in those sort of broken plays or in the mid-range area in general than he does catching and shooting spot-up threes. Yeah. And yeah. so to get himself going, whether it's out in transition or just like off a broken play like that, mm-hmm. he has to find ways to insert some offense into the game because it's the same thing with Kobe, but kind of the opposite of like, you know you're going to get really strong defense from Io. You know what he can do as a point-of-attack defender, mm-hmm. but if he's – Record scratching on threes or doing the negative step and stepping out of bounds right, or right. like catching the ball and running into a shot clock violation. It's really difficult to justify having him out there in games where you need offense. It's, feel, it's weird because it feels like their roles have kind of reversed now, right? Yeah, they like, need to be like fused into yes, one player. Yes, become one. Get together, guys. I've seen it happen in the comic books. Uh, Joey, <laughs> I've seen uh, some super chats rolling through. Let's uh, let's knock some of those out, shall we? Knock them out Pre- the box, Joe. Oh, okay. Well, put them up on the screen, and I will read them. Uh, this one is from Gio, who said, uh, "When we want, uh, we want the Bulls to win, they lose. They now lose. we're thinking tank, and they beat the top seed in the West. Where do we go from here? Well, where we go from here is losing to the Rockets on Saturday. That's where we go from here. Which, by the way, this I thought this was funny." Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago just tweeted this uh, from Denver. For what it's worth, consistent theme in Bulls locker room tonight was, yes, a good win, but we can't take a step back against the Rockets. I love how the Bulls themselves are already picturing blowing a game to the Rockets on Saturday after getting this great win. Well, it's like uh, every time they have a good win or a bad loss, people can't like figure out what this team is. Like Uh they are exactly this. Yeah. They're a team that has frustratingly bad losses, Mm -hmm. impressively good wins Mm -hmm. and is six games under 500 because that's the lack of consistency. Like that's just, that's who they are. So you're going to continue to see some of these wins. You're Mm going to continue to have a bad loss here and there. Mm -hmm. And that's just what this team is. Mm. And listen, I mean, I know that they don't want to lose to Houston right. on Saturday. I don't think anyone has ever accused this team of not saying the right things. Mm. That's never been the problem. It's the action behind it. So I don't expect them to lose to Houston on Saturday. I just mm. there's it, it's they're at too urgent a point of their season. But of course I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, yeah, I, right, I, mean right. I didn't think they were gonna lose to Houston the yeah. day after Christmas when they yeah. did and. It got kind of run in that game. I mean, out the gym. <laughs> Funny enough. <laughs> like, uh, their own gym. Yes, so. their own gym. Yes, yes. So we'll see. I mean, this is the other thing we were talking about throughout the game is, I mean, it was, you know, unbelievable to watch. Mm. Bulls just run Denver off their home floor in the second half of this game. Mm-hmm. But you're left with this still hollow feeling of, one, which you guys have kind of hit on, where is this every other game? And then, two, What's the point? And now Still. what? Yeah, and now Man. what? Uh, Which is kind of the point of that comment. Uh, get there. You're getting in the car, sir. <laughs> I don't, don't want to get in that car. Yeah, know, Dave, wait, Dave. You know. Dave, because you're a big red bus. Get in the car, man. Dave, you're, ahead, Dave, you're, you're, a, you're a, a positive force. Thank you're, you. You're a force of positive energy. I appreciate that. What is your preferred way that this bull season and 16 games oh, to go. don't ask that question. <laughs> what's, your, what's in your wildest dreams? Look at Joey. <laughs> in, the, in, in, the, in the realm of possibility. In the realm of possibility. Because I know these, these two guys are, we, we know what their answer is. Oh, no, be. everybody's answer is in line except mine because I simply just want to go to the play-in. For me, <laughs> for me, you set this up to get to the playoffs. That was yeah. the setup from the beginning. That is the goal from the jump street was to go to the playoffs no matter what. So I am in on that goal, point blank, because he's already stated, dude, I don't want to be this in the draft. I want to be a team that's always uh, competing for the playoffs and making those big runs. So I'm like, this: if this is his goal, and this is what he walked in saying, I don't think he wants to change that. Like, I don't want to see him operate from where he doesn't want to operate from. 
Like, and I'm saying that to say he doesn't feel like he's comfortable from operating from that position. The other Artur- one, Arturus, you mean? Yes, yes, he, Arturus. Yeah, when I yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. the other one was I just simply don't believe they're getting the top four pick. Like, even if they get that, and Will read the chance, read uh, the percentages to me of them getting that top four pick, I simply don't believe it. Like uh-huh. for the Bulls to get that. I've been a Bulls fan a long time. I, I don't believe it at all. I watched them get seven, three straight years, dog. I saw it happen. I don't believe it at all that they will get a top four pick. Yeah. It is more likely of them to get a top five, to get the number five pick and then give it away. That feels more like the Bulls, does it not? That well, feels like well, what would happen. when they got Patrick Williams. It's yeah. happened. It's happened. But yeah. that's, but that's it happened a, after they fired everyone and brought in everybody brand new. Well, and that's the irony. And of the it world too. was on fire. The one pick they jumped, <laughs> the one pick they, or the one draft they dropped into the top four of is like the worst Not the draft. draft. <laughs> and, and, and that's with all of the positive right. things we just said about Correct. Patrick Williams. Like, it's not like we're out on Patrick Williams. But it was like after the third, you were like, okay, it's up for grabs. Like, look at five through. Tyrese Halliburton of that draft. It's like like everything was a crapshoot after three because you knew yeah. who three were. You knew yeah. who the top three were. And I yeah. think but we after all that, you did probably feel the same way about Wiseman. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's true. Um, for ahead. me, it's just like it's. I can't shake the idea of thinking beyond just this season. Because I get it. Like I don't want to. I don't want to watch bad basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. be done watching basketball in. It's not fun. May. <sighs> Or April or whenever the season hey, ends. Yeah, you'd be, lucky, like to get, you'd be lucky to get lucky to, May. to get to May. <laughs> and I just don't see, and like, it's a good thing I'm not the general manager because they'd really be screwed if that were the case. <laughs> but I just <laughs> yes, don't. But see, then the Bulls would have a GM with perfectly coiffed hair. Will oh, did I win? Wait that? for your press conference. <laughs> <Did I win? laughs> it looks it looks pretty even to me. I don't know if we split? did a final tally, but it looked pretty even. Even split. Okay. I just don't see a way out of this. I don't see a way where they can go from. Get to like even a secure play-in spot mm-hmm. anytime soon, other than like getting lucky, and it would require luck, and luck is not a good strategy, at as all. you've stated many times. But it's just hard to it's hard to imagine them doing something other than bringing this group back when we already know what this group is. And mm-hmm. like I said, maybe they've got something up their sleeve. I don't want to rule that out, but given that we didn't see anything last trade deadline, that we didn't mm-hmm. see anything this summer, that we didn't see anything this trade deadline. I'm not really sure what the answer is other than get lucky. Mm, so a lot of luck has to happen. Part of me also doesn't want to believe that they can sit and watch what this team was this season and not do anything. But didn't you feel so then, that way? So then, right. so then you don't want them to make the playoffs. No, no, no. I'm saying after they do them. all that, you yeah. know what I mean, to even yeah. go into the offseason and not make these trades. I think that's what point is. If they do put, put a stretch together here where they make the play in, win two games and get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. like – don't you don't you think there's a world where they say, yeah, this is the group now. We've we're there's we're a world. Something. Yeah, no, there's a world. They and do I don't. That. I just sure. I don't even even if that run were put together, I don't I don't think that's the. And right that's my point answer. is like they just you have to you have to like take that away as an mm-hmm. option. <laughs> you you like remove it all and put them in this draft. I feel like, dude, not if, even in this draft. Put them in a situation where they're the only option is to make a move because okay. if you are if you make the playoffs right now, mm-hmm. there's. Hope with this group, and I just don't. See you it don't that want way. that at all. Not so. Not, not saying I don't want that. I just don't see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, will being anti-hope is a pretty. Yeah. It's a pretty aggressive. <laughs> it's a pretty thing. Stand state. I, to- I, to- I totally agree with you. But just taking that out of context thing. is. Uh, I'm the is anti-hope funny. guy. It feels like the hope that he's placing is more so in the draft than it is. You but know, it's not the draft. It's it's the idea of making change because I think there needs to be change made, regardless because of what they have in the draft. because they would have no choice. Is what you're saying. I understand that. Makes all the sense in the world. But for me, putting that into the fact that I still have to have some hope that they get a number four pick, it's still hope included. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. this, regardless. So what am I going to put my hope in? You know what I mean? That or something that they can actually control. I'd rather put it in that. I get it. <sighs> Go I ahead. Get it. I, yeah. This is after a win. Bless, bless <laughs> your heart, Dave. Win, I, I, I am agreeing with a lot of people in the comments who are just saying that I mean, winning your way into the play-in, maybe winning out of that into a first round, it doesn't do anything for you, and it could hinder you moving forward. I'd, I would rather set themselves up better for the future than have a little dalliance that's meaningless now. Um, that's just me. Uh, okay, we got to oh, take no, one it's more. Not just you. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. It's just me. Yeah, <laughs> it's just me, sir. I respect it. I but I respect it. Oh, I don't mind it. Bro. I don't mind it. 
<laughs> ben Dean. Now that's your burner. Now that's now that that's your burner. I see. You, I see you got your phone out. Oh no. Right there. no. <laughs> Yo, Ben Dean is legit. Ben Dean's Dude, a ben Dean's star of his own. Right. Ben Dean. That's for you, Ben. That's for you, buddy. You know you love to have throws. That's for you. That's for you, man. All right. I'm sorry, Ben Dean. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to question. I didn't mean to question your authenticity. Ben Dean. Pick Hathrow. All he's doing a food review. You did. Yes. It's epic. That was epic. That was pretty amazing. Appreciate man. you, Ben Dean. Shout out to you. Uh, all right. One more quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to our uh, remaining super chats, and mm-hmm. it is a Bulls victory night. So Come on! You know what that means. We got a goon of the night to hand out. Goon. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Joey's really the struggling new, without a mic tonight. He's he's out <laughs> Joey wants a mic so bad. So We've only got four mics four on man. set here, so, so Joey's the odd man out, so and he... He's feeling it. He's got to have it, man. He's He'll uh, be back. He'll be back. Rob, can you come back Saturday? <laughs> so we have four. <laughs> so we gonna let me back in? Yeah. I, I don't think y'all want I him back because mo- I took his mic. You, he's they won. I don't think y'all want him back here. Man, getting the one win, sir. Many people in the comments believing that Rob is our good luck charm. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll definitely take it, man. Oh yes. Is it time? Uh, can I talk to him about hit him? It? Talk hit to him the with that folk his hoe. Can I talk to him about it? Chicago. Because you already got the best coverage of your favorite sports team, Matt and Rob, in the same night. Broken both. Your favorite sports <laughs> team. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. And where that is, that is FOCO. FOCO's got you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north to the south side, with those hoodies, those slippers, those signs, those bobbleheads, and everything in betwixt. Get decked out like tomorrow. Got wheel. With apparel from the leader in sports merch collectibles. Wicks. And who that be? That be Foco. Looking for the perfect gift for that football fan in your life? Basketball fan? Baseball fan? Whatever fan you need, Foco got you covered with those hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. So check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items and use that promo code CHGO for 10% off because it's Foco. Full show. Dramatic. A deep dramatic pause. <laughs> Tonight's post game here at CHGO also brought to you all by our friends at ComEd. ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses alike in the communities they serve save money and energy. Two things I'm always trying to save. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each Recommendation includes estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback plans. Here's what you do. Don't wait. Get started. Saving money and energy, both of those things, together today. For energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's B-I-Z biz. Or if you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment, you can call them at one 855 433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. Email them businessee at comed.com or request an assessment online on their website, comed.com slash facility assessment. Like your slash, like karate chop. That's a karate one. chop. Like that. What was that game that people were obsessed with on cell phones for smartphones for a while? Fruit Ninja? Fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. Yeah. The slashings. Did not think we'd have a Fruit Ninja reference on tonight's show. <laughs> I, like, I downloaded that game and played it, like, right when it came out. And mm-hmm. I played it for, like, a week, and I was like, I'm bored. Moving on. Yeah, there wasn't really a, po- wasn't really a point. You no. You really going It was anywhere. just like, I'm going to drag my phone on, my, no my, finger on my phone screen. It was good on, it, I don't know if you ever played it on an iPad, though. Uh-huh. You really, the fruits are. The fruits are larger. Yeah, they're bigger, so they're more fun to kind of cut I, through. I need it to be, like, life-size, though. Like a jumbo screen where I'm slashing you know, whole watermelons, like one Gallagher of these, style. One of these days this summer, we'll bring a bunch of watermelons <laughs> yeah, and a samurai a sword and let yeah. them right. go to town. Yeah. Okay, none of that. Well, I mean, we right. do have a balcony. <laughs> we can make it an outdoor activity. I'm not putting a sword in Matt's hand. Like that's that's, 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 that's really fair. smart. No, where, you, where do you get a sword? Oh, that's a great. What does one Joe just? I'm about to say Joey would know. Chinatown. You could also try the internet. I bet you buy. That is a thing I've heard. It's a thing I've heard. You can get there. Hold on. I've heard you can get fruit on there, too. 
<laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared how you're saying this, Joey. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to search the word swords in the Amazon search bar right now right. and see what... Oh, you can buy so many swords on the internet. So many swords available for purchase. Free delivery, well, same day. Ooh. Same day delivery? Same day delivery on a sword? I don't like that. <laughs> Yo, man. Something doesn't feel right about that. Hey, man, if I knew somebody like that, I'm no, not hanging uh, around them no more. No Dude. no uh, flagging system or background checks on swords. You just hit that add to cart button. Or the buy now button. Nobody needs a sword the same. Not way. for violent reasons, just for playing real life Fruit Ninja. <laughs> you could probably, you know, say you do a watermelon. You could eat the watermelon after. Yeah, that's true. If only no. the rind lands on the. I don't know. No, I, I mean, and I had some delicious fruit. fruit salad for breakfast this morning. It okay. would have been way more satisfying if I had sword slashed it myself <laughs> before I ate it. Yeah, don't give this man any weapons, please. <laughs> Keep these weapons away from him. All right. Well, while he looks up swords, can we give this away, Joey? Can we hand <laughs> out this right, right here? Can we get Man, some Goon of the, the Night going on right now? Yes. That guy. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. pleasure of introducing you to Blade Yes. Rob, I should explain this to you, sir. Goon of the Night is given out to not necessarily the best player. It yeah. can be. But not necessarily the best player, most points. But someone who did something that was very goonish. I'm about that goon stuff, sir. I'm about that goon life. I like that kind of thing. This is could have been named the Alex Caruso Award or the Patrick Beverly Award because those are definitely goons. But we'll go around and get everyone's goon of the night, and then I will tell you who the belt goes to. We will start with the swordsman himself, Matthew Peck. <laughs> I, I am going to give some goon love to uh, someone who didn't necessarily earn goon love on the court tonight, but because of a reaction he had from the bench. Oh, okay. And my goon love is going to Andre Drummond. <laughs> okay. Whose eyeballs were as big as the biggest dinner plates <laughs> on one of Jamal Murray's nastiest moves of the night. Yeah. If you yeah. guys recall, it was some sort of ridiculous between the legs, behind the back, step back, difficult shot that Jamal Murray made. Yeah, I Just, remember. you know, dribbled through four of the Bulls' five defenders. Yeah. And as he's just casually jogging back down the court, you saw Drummond in the background, and Drummond's just like, yo. <laughs> First of all. And it made me laugh. I love your jogging down the court right there. That's how it jogs down the court. I love that's that. How, that's how a baller jo casually jogs back after doing something awesome <laughs> on the court. When he's playing against James Naismith. That's how he jogs, right? It was, it was just such a Drummond moment. It was Drummond has no poker face. None. Zero. And I love it. That is true. That is true. Uh, will the go Gottlieb, sir, who, who would be your goon of the night? Uh, Rob made the joke already. He was the first best Nicola on the court tonight. <laughs> Vooch. Vooch was 25 and 15, and he held Jokic to 18 points. Mm-hmm. And twelve rebounds. Mm. I'm going. I'm going. Fooch. He was the. He was the generator of offense. Obviously, Zach was great. Patrick, we've given love to, but mm -hmm. got to shout out Vooch right, for like the it. followers. I like it. Uh, Joey, who was your going of night, sir? Patrick Williams, flashing up the double fours. I actually thought that was an eight for for Zach. Yeah, that's what I thought. Too. <laughs> I really did. I thought Williams. Patrick Williams. All right, Patrick Williams. Pick. I know what I'm going And young goat, Rob Schaefer, sir. Who would be your goon of the night, sir? Number eight, Zach Levine. Mm. Whatever he did in the game, we went through the stats and how great he looked, whatever. That dunk on that Whew. breakaway fast break, that Damn. tomahawk that he uncorked, that nice. he did not have to do that no. at all. No, he mm -hmm. didn't. And actually, what's funny about Zach, for being such a legendary dunker, mm -hmm. and obviously being a part of one of the greatest dunk contests of all time and winning it, winning back-to-back, he doesn't have this deep Rolodex of, like, in-game posters right. mm -hmm. or bodies that he's caught. or So, to me, and maybe it's just because we're still in this mode of, you know, crossing our fingers that his explosiveness is really back and it's back for good. Yeah. But seeing that was definitely energizing. And you could tell he just put a little extra oomph in that. And mm -hmm. whether that's because, Dave, like you mentioned, his family was courtside, whether mm -hmm. that's because you're in the middle of a run and you want to keep the, the vibes Playing rolling. against... Aaron Gordon. Playing against Aaron Gordon. That's a, that's a good point. That is a great point, sir. I just, there was, there was some goon in that dunk. You know? Yeah, there it's was. The spirit, it's the spirit of the award. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um, he gets it. Casey had a great column with some good Zach quotes about him reminiscing on those dunk contests he had yeah. uh, against Aaron Gordon back in the day. Yeah. And you can tell, I mean, like, Zach clearly has moved past that phase of his career where yeah. he's known as the dunk contest guy. 
But I think you can tell when he speaks about it every once in a while these days that it still does mean something to him, that oh, yeah. that was that. Because people have said, like, since those Zach versus Gordon dunk contests, like, yay, Mac McClung had some cool dunks this year, but, right. like, the dunk contest is junk. Yeah. And they, like, it, that was the last time it was good, and that, that means something to people. No, it's true, man. Like, and him being a back-to-back winner, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure yeah. it means something a lot, man. It means a lot to him. So, man, those are all excellent points. <laughs> they really were. Goon of the night. It's tough. I'm giving it to Zach Levine. Ooh. It's going to Zach Levine. It's tough, man. This went back and forth. Honestly, at first I had Pat putting the shoulder into somebody. I was very mm. excited. And then I honestly was with you for a second, man, because I had Drummond. Because <laughs> I had him just for how he played against Jokic. I thought he played yeah. well mm-hmm. against yeah. Jokic, man. He yeah. did a and very good job. he wasn't the one missing dunks tonight. Correct. He was not the one. <laughs> Shocking. But Zach Levine talked so much shit tonight. <laughs> I ain't seen him speak like that in a minute. Even after that dunk, Rob, he went back down the court talking crazy. And then when he hit that step back three, talked even crazier. That was nice. He was running his mouth in a way I haven't seen him do that. And that was just really awesome to me. And so for that reason right there, for bringing the attackery back, Mr. Zachary, and he went splackery (laughs) on everybody. (laughs) This, sir, goon of the night goes to you, my friend. Oh, it's so good to see him like that. It's just really good to see him like that. His fan, I, I mean, it, I think that was a really thing, a really big thing for him having his family there, you know, and yeah. how he performed in front of you know his father and his rest of his crew. I believe his get, birthday's on Friday too, so oh, get, get oh. on him. Do you guys keep the like a goon of the night leaderboard? Do, you, do we have standings? On we probably not yet. Should. We should next year. I think we'll do that next year. You're right. I'd be we curious. Should. I'd be curious who would be at the four because it's only after a win, right? Yeah, only yes. after a win. It's only only after a win. Crusoe, goon of the night. It, yeah, it, it is ah, okay. kind of So maybe you, maybe you name it after the person who wins the most after each year, you know? Mm. Change the name of it. Oh, yeah. well, I'm coming in with the heat. Okay. <laughs> I, I like this. I like this. He's an idea guy. He's an idea. who he is. <laughs> Big ideas I guy. I mean, the, the yeah. head ain't just for quaffness. He's got some brains up in there, baby. Wait, do, we, do, we get a, do we get a final tally on that? <laughs> I love it. What do we think? Stop the steal. What do we think? Stop the steal. What do we think? Stop the Count, <laughs> count the votes. Uh, let's round out oh, the night. Maryland ballots are going to come chats. in and help me out. Oh, uh, Noah chats. Harris with a super chat. Shout out to Noah who said, is it time to have DeMar come off the bench? Wow. And I like how Billy rode the hot hand <laughs> energy wow. and energy. What do you guys think? Also love Bulls fans taking over tonight. Um do indeed love that the Bulls fans took over Bulls ball fans arena. could have won going to the night. Um, they true. could have. Yeah, I actually, and I actually think I saw somebody in the comments at the beginning of postgame saying Bulls fans were going to the night for taking over the Nugget Stadium. That's true. We were talking about how the Bulls are very apparently running more of their offense through Zach Levine now than DeMar DeRozan now. We talked on Monday's show about the upward trajectory of Zach statistically and usage percentage and his point production and the... <laughs> simultaneous decline of DeMar's. Uh-huh. I don't think that DeMar going to the bench has ever been even a thought that entered Billy's brain, yeah. nor should it be. Nor should it be. The man who just made the all-star team? Yeah, all-star. let's put you on the bench there, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for that. Buddy. Let's put you on the bench. No, you don't put him on the bench. And again, DeMar is such a pro that in a way – where even if he's not scoring, the same thing we talk about with Kobe. When he's not scoring, he's still going to affect the game in some way. How many games have we seen him do like this, but he still walks off with seven rebounds and six assists? Man. He still does this. And even tonight, the four steals, you know what I'm saying, that he had tonight. Or was it three? I think it was three. three. It was three. It was eight, three eight assists, six rebounds, three steals, to that's, your point. That's just sexy stuff, honestly. <laughs> and, and we know his shot wasn't working, but he is still that threat. The double team is still coming. To DeMar DeRozan, which, guess what, opens up your offense and allows guys like Vooch down in the post to get those easy buckets. So as long as the ball isn't sticking and moving, yeah, you keep him out there, man. DeMar DeRozan is still good. I know that's a newsflash and a hot take, but DeMar DeRozan is still pretty good at basketball. Well, and what have we heard all year long from Billy Donovan? It's we cannot be so dependent on DeMar. Correct. We cannot be so predictable because the ball is just going to be in DeMar's hands. Right. You need to mix it up a little bit. I like that they're running more offense through Zach. Um, I, I think it it forces those two guys to be able to play off of one another in a way that maybe they weren't doing it last year, whether yeah. it was for Zach's injuries or whatever the case may be. But I think for the Bulls to reach their potential offensively, 
Those two guys need to make each other better. And in order to do that, they need to be able to play off of one another. Mm. I think this is good. This is good reps for that. I like that. You're right. You're right. Uh, Joe, we have a couple more Super Chats we got to get to before we wrap up. Okay. Let's get to them. Yeah, I'll I'll tear through them. Uh, Rams is Rendon saying, is this team bad? Yes. Poorly constructed? Absolutely. Would I want to play them in the playoffs? No. Lord, if we just had one shooter. Good game, P. Will. Um, I would not mind a matchup in the first round with the Bulls. We all saw what happened against the Bucks last season. <laughs> hey, we dare you to shoot and make threes. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge failed. Bulls <laughs> lose series. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he tickled himself on that one. <laughs> Our guy AK with the Super Chat saying the Bulls win against the number one Nuggets on the road, just like us fans and Vooch believed in and thought we would. I hate this team. PSP <laughs> Will's best impactful game thus far. Yeah. So he agrees with you on that, Dave. Yeah, right on. Jimmy Lit World, love that name, nice. saying this Super Chat is for my man Shave. Shave. Glad to see you back. And Bulls beat Denver in Denver, even if the rest of the season is still a wash. No, you didn't want them to beat Denver in Denver. That's the thing. <laughs> Win of the season, though. It was. Um, AK, what uh, seems different with Zach is that the team is going to him, whereas earlier everyone went to DeMar. I think the baton is being passed, as we discussed. Mm. Our guy, Manuel, shout out. Shout the out. biggest Bulls optimist in CHGO's family saying, hey, guys, I guess the Cubs can wait. Let's go, baby. <laughs> We're back. Beat the best in the West. I don't care. We're going to six games in the first round. Well, according to AK's goals that he set for himself, that would that be would, a that improvement. That would be an improvement. Yeah. It's always IDC, okay. which I assume means I don't care, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, Shout out, Pete. Oh. Yeah, I know. You pointed it out last time, Joey. We understand. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Pete saying uh, Levine put on the Jets on those drives, showed up for his family. Good game, Bulls. Hit that like button, y'all. We back. We back. I don't know if we back. <laughs> uh, Step on those dreams. Chris Z back. saying, love you, Rob. Hope you're doing well, dude. So much love for our guy Rob Schaefer in the comments tonight. Oh, love to see it. Absolutely. Uh, Gio saying, Zach playing like the all-stars that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Mahir Muhammad, uh, who's tossing a super chat all the way from Qatar. Oh, wow. Saying, love from Qatar. This team is confusing. How do we beat good teams, <laughs> then lose to the Pistons? Mm-hmm. Worried for the future. No draft assets. Injured players. Cap issues. Aging players. What's the way forward? We don't know. Mm. Very true. Last one. Last one. Uh, Stanislavico saying, Bulls win. Bulls like win. the video. Rob Schaefer joins. Like the video. Kobe and Pat, best plus minuses of the night. Like the like the darn video. <laughs> oh, it's so, just so cute and sweet that you said darn. Yes. Like a grandma. What would you say, man? Dropped her knitting needles. Oh, darn. Like the darn video. I would say like the damn video. Yeah. <laughs> All he was trying to do was get people to like your video. Man. Yeah, right, yeah. Just just giving, us some, giving us a super chat. <laughs> just roasting him. somebody everything. roasting this guy. <laughs> you have to know when you toss a super chats that will get read uh-huh. that they might be roasted and not because they're bad takes, but just be roasted for the dumbest, most it's inexplicable part of reasons. The experience. It's part of the experience. Come on the top of is. my head. They, they know who he is by now. They understand. Yeah. They get At least I'm is. not like Joey saying, you know, throwing an MF out there, Dang, asking Joey. people to like the video. Dang, hard. Joseph, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mama Spathis. Hey, darn I it. I can take it. Yes, you can. Because you are growing up in a wonderful yes, individual. Yes, you can. Um, Give Peck right. some help. I, I bro. Get hey, he, he's a grown man. Plenty of help. You know what I mean? I've helped where I, I can. I got I'm, all the help I need. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Yes. Yep. Um, that's the sound of the police. Uh, that's also the sound of the end of the show. Oh, my God. Where is he going? <laughs> Let's go home. <laughs> uh, we... Uh, We'll have a Bulls HQ with the GOAT and our guy Mark K for y'all tomorrow. Correct, Will? Yes, sir. 6 Stay tuned for that. Also, uh, if you're doing nothing at 3 p.m. tomorrow, I'm going to be on the CHGO Sports Pod with our guy Luke Stuckmeyer. Yes, he Flex. is. 
talking about March Madness. That's at 3 o'clock now? Uh-huh. 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Wow. And not like the who's going to win the tourney March Madness. This uh-huh. is Stucky's idea. I can't wait. What about being a Chicago sports fan makes you mad? Oh, no March wonder he Madness. brought... Okay. Oh, you are. Yeah. You right. are. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You were built yeah, right. I was like, we oh. get it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Stucky. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could do uh-huh. that. You were built in a lab for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so tune in for that. And, uh, oh, and then we've, uh, we've got Bulls Rockets on Saturday, so we'll be back around for yeah. that. Clearly going to be an L. Yes. You know. <laughs> um, one more round of applause and thank you to our there guy, Rob Schaefer, for joining us in studio tonight. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. What a stud. What a one stud. and oh. Follow him uh, on Twitter at Rob underscore Schaefer. Yes. Contributing now at Bulls.com. Check yes, out sir. his coverage there. Rob. Don't be a stranger. Always a pleasure, Anytime, man. No so. way, man. I mean, after seeing y'all's y'all set up, yeah, I might have to, <laughs> might have to, I might have to sneak Peck's key card out of his back pocket and, and get in here. But no, sincerely, thank you for having me, everyone. Thanks for the warm reception. Uh, I can't really read the screen. I need a new prescription. But I saw some of them, uh, and everyone was very nice. So, yes, man. Uh, looking well. forward to seeing where this bull season and uh, everything after that goes because yeah. uh, no matter what, they're not going to be boring. Right? <laughs> oh, that is well That said. is for certain. <laughs> that is a fact. Uh, until tomorrow, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Our pal producer, Joey, shout out to him, is at Joey's Pathis. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Will the Goat, Will underscore Gottlieb, Big Dave, Bow, Bow. B-A-W-L Sports. Rob is Rob underscore Shave. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Thank you all so much for watching Bulls Nation. Hit that thumb. Throw Rob a thumb if you haven't yet before Give you head out of thumb. here. Subscribe to CHO Sports on YouTube. Bulls HQ on deck tomorrow. We will talk to you after Bulls Rockets on Saturday. See you, Red. Be good. Peace.